Hello, welcome to another edition of the Rams Writer podcast with me, your host Simon, aka the Rams Writer. So, bit of a bit of a different thing today. I'm also recording this podcast uh, for for YouTube as well. So you're going to get this intro, and then you'll get my uh, YouTube intro as well. So, uh, but no, stay tuned. Let's do this. Hello, yes, welcome Rams fans to another edition of the Rams Writer Podcast with me, your host, Simon. We're back for another episode. Um, I hope everyone's doing well. So, as you can see, I'm, qu- I'm quite upbeat, which probably is a bit weird, but hey, it's football, isn't it? So, obviously, Derby County played Cardiff the other night. Didn't really get the result we wanted, even though we, I think, in my opinion, deserved it. Um, I think we played well enough to to get three points rather than the draw that we got. However, positives we'll take. Got shots on target, created chances, scored. Um, Unfortunately, we conceded. So we'll go over that though. So obviously in my previous uh, vlog, I, you know, I sort of, if I could ask for one thing, it would to be get off on a good start. So whether that was like a, you know, a, a crunching tackle or, you know, a good shot on target. And we got a goal. Seven minutes, you know, some good work from Dwayne Holmes returning in midfield. Another positive, that's what I like to see. It's where we all like to see him in midfield, not at right back, but in midfield. Um, we're getting forward into the Cardiff box, causing a bit of a melee, a couple of shots, maybe a shot for handball um, for, against Derby, Think wasn't given. Um, and then eventually, Scott Malone tucked it away from six yard, ran off, banging his chest on, on the Rams badge fist pumping the crowd, you know, clearly that meant a lot to him, you know. If he could repay the crowd back for his poor performances of the se- this season so far, I think that was probably the best way that he could do it. You know, and to be honest, Malone uh, on Friday, he didn't put much, he didn't do much wrong, to be honest. I thought he had a, a decent game, you know, defended well enough, got forward plenty of uh, times enough, you know, so got balls into the box. So... Yeah, um, seven minutes and, you know, Derby take the lead. Happy days, crowd are buzzing. You know, it's, one of the, it's a pretty decent atmosphere, to be honest. I mean, it helped with yeah, Cardiff fans. They were they were buzzing, you know, they, they were chanting and, and giving it, what, for about 25 minutes for kickoff. So they were up for this game. Um, but, you know, obviously, I don't, if you're at the ground or if you're not, if you weren't aware, that we, we all got asked to evacuate the ground about half hour before kickoff. And nobody knew why. So, but apparently it was because there was a flare found in the away end. So, you know, better safe than sorry, I suppose. So, yeah, anyway, back to the game. So, on about, I think it was about 18th minute, something like that, Derby had a shout for a penalty. Look clear as day, to be honest. You know, Waggon got the ball, edge of the box, bit of trickery, got clipped. I think it was by Flint. Uh, went down and ref said no penalty. What? Looked clear as day, penalty to me. I'm sure that anybody watching at home would have seen that it was a clear penalty. I've seen replays since and it was definitely a penalty. You know, Waggon's, he's, he's had his feet taken from under him. So how everyone in the ground saw that it was a penalty... Apart from the referee, I have no idea. So a bit disappointing. But then it got worse. You know, um, Sean Morrison, big long throw into the box. This is literally about a minute after. Uh, and then it went a bit scrappy. And then ball fell to Glatzel, the uh, Cardiff striker. And he went down. 
from when I, my first view, I thought, nah, it's never a penalty. He's just flopped under. He's felt Kira behind him and flopped. I was, however, looking at the replay, um, it, I think it was a penalty. You know, he, he's felt contact. You know, Kira's had a handful of shirt. You know, he's not done a great deal, but it's one of them. You're a striker, you feel contact in a box, you're going to go down. And he did. So, you know, if that was Waggon or Marriott that had happened to, we'd be screaming penalty. The fact that the ref had just denied us one, I think, you know, it was a bit of a bit of a kick in the teeth, really. So, but, you know, uh, Glatzel steps up, scores. Keeper goes right way, but too much power and shot. He's not getting that. He was, it was right in the corner as well. It was a good penalty in fairness. Um, and then the game sort of went, not scrappy, but it was a bit, you know, no one really dominating. You know, like, I can't really recall Cardiff having many chances uh, in the first half, to be honest, uh, after that, you know. Um, but, and then neither Derby as well. It was, I think what we tried to do at one point, um, once it scored, was just, just knock it around ourselves, just keep possession, just keep ourselves. Because sometimes when you can see the goal, you know, you can you can then obviously try and chase and get, you know, a goal straight away and then it come back to bite on the arse. But, you know, we, we, we look to control the game a bit, slow it down a bit, and that's fine. I don't mind that, you know, for five minutes. Just get yourself back in control. Don't let Cardiff get on top. Uh, and we thought we did that well. And then it went a bit scrappy and balls were going in the air and head tennis and, and all that. But, yeah. And I think 1-1 one, one at half-time is probably, you know, it's probably a fair result. You know, but like I said, Cardiff, for me, didn't look dangerous. You know, they just had one option and that was just ping it forward. That was about it. That's all it felt like. There was, there was not really any intricate play or anything like that. Typical, you know, I suppose typical Neil Warnock sort of style, just lump it, get it in the attacking areas and try and nick a goal. Um, usually set pieces, you know, Derby are getting a bit of a reputation of being poor at defending set pieces and so they've got a long throw as well, which didn't help. But other than that, no, it, absolutely fine. Um, so, Second half, I think, I think in my view, I think Cardiff started a little bit on top. I think we let them get too much of the ball in the second half. But then we started to get back into it. Um, Jack Marriott, oh, inches away from giving us the lead. Took a shot, must be about 23, 24 yards, edge of the D from the edge of the box. He's, he's, he's inches, he, he's, he's clipped the top of the bar. God, that was unlucky. I thought that was in as soon as he hit that. And I see it at the bar is a bit frustrating. Um... And then the best chance, really, I think, fell to Waggon. I think it was Holmes who played him through. He's, he's held off a couple of defenders and you think, oh, he's just got to keep the beat, stick it in, stick it in the bottom corner, mate. But I think he's trying to go under the keeper and the keeper's managed to get his arse to it and saved it. Um, and that was our best chance. And that, for me, is unfortunate. But it's just at the moment where the rub of the green at the moment seems to be going against us. I think last season, Waggy bags that. No problem. It's a couple of chances he's missed now. We'll forget the penalties that he's missed. I'm on about, there was a one-on-one with Jack Butland against Stoke. He's tried to dink it over him. Made a cock-up of it. Could have been 3-2, game over. Uh, and then there was obviously this one. You know, where he's, he's just not connected really. Looking back at it, it was he couldn't quite get it out of his feet and he couldn't get a good swing on it. So I think he just sort of toe-bunged it and it just, yeah... It was a bit of a... It's an open keepers. He's managed to get a bit of a good save on it. Um, but other than that, really, yeah, I think another... I think five minutes from time, we, we may... It's a bit of a half chance, really. Um, Yozazuna just come on. Got played through, into the box. Laid it off to Marriott. Marriott uh, whips it in and 
Lawrence, I think, no, it's about 10 minutes, sorry, from the end. Uh, and then Mary, uh, like Lawrence has, uh, he's, he's tried to get something on it and he's, he's, just, he's just put it over the bar. But other than that, really, that, that was about it. And then Cardiff's best chance came in the second half as well. Uh, header cleared off the line by, um, not Beale, <laughs> Matt Clark. Um, yeah, so that was you know that was a bit of a close call to be honest. Just cross came in, Ruse came out to to get it. Yeah, he had to I suppose and got headed past him. Then another header and yeah, Matt, Matt Clark got his big long legs and managed to clear off the line. So that was their chance, I suppose, but. For me, Derby dominated that second half and probably should have got a win, to be honest. You know, I was frustrated. I wasn't I wasn't angry or disappointed. Well, yeah, disappointed slightly, but I wasn't angry or think, oh, it's awful, stuff like this, cock out and all that stuff. No, it wasn't me. That's not me anyway. But I wasn't disappointed with the performance. I thought it was a good performance. I thought it was a lot better than we have played in the you know the previous games before the international break. Um so for me that was a good thing, very good thing, very positive thing. Um, there's obviously you know we could, you know, a couple of tweaks, you know, um, a couple of things we can work on, just, you know, final final ball etc. Et um, but other than that, no, it's great. And then my highlight of the night was seeing Chris Martin in the uh, in the eighteen. You'll know I'm a big fan of Chris Martin. I've been over it many times. I don't need to tell you why again. Um, but him coming on, and. You know, trying these little flicks and things like that. It's just great to see. It really is great to see. You know, I know, you know, you can say he's not the same Chris Martin. I know he's not. I'm not stupid. I'm not daft. But he gives us another option. At the moment, we've got Marriott and Waggon playing. Up, you know, on the we've got no striker on the bench at the moment. So Chris Martin, whether you like him, whether you hate him, he will be in that 18. Listen to Koku's interview afterwards. And he would tell you how goddamn hard Chris Martin has worked to get back in this first team squad. And he's earned that place. Look at him. He's lost loads of weight. Yeah, that probably hasn't helped with the colitis, I think it was, that he's had. But he's got over that. He's got himself fit. You know, let's not, and I'm not saying he had colitis this year. We, we had it last year. So let's not, you know, let, let's not say, oh, he's, he's, he had 40 appearances or whatever last year. He got two goals or something. Daft like, oh, it's crap, all this bollocks. No. He was recovering from a bad illness last year. That's what was happening with Chris Martin. That's why he wasn't putting in the performances. He was getting over it. But he's got himself fit. You know, Koku says he's one of the hardest working players in the, on the training ground. He's a great character to have on the training ground. So, you know, I don't, you know, I know, he, I know he's got his bad rep of falling over and stuff. You know, he got the ball at his feet, he got nudged in the back and actually tried to stay on his feet. You know, and, and the ovation that he got when he came on, a standing ovation, the biggest cheer of the night, it still shows us that there's a heck of a lot of people that still fancy Chris Martin, still rate him, still think he can do a job. So now it's his time to prove it, you know. And and we've got a thing at Derby, we like getting our players back. I get that, you know. I'm sure it's the same with every other team, you know. But... <laughs> Let's just give the guy credit. Let's give him credit for, for getting himself back. Because no, Lampard wasn't interested in him. You know, Gary Rabbit wasn't interested in him. Or he, he had him on the bench and he scored, you know, scored a couple of goals for him. But then he still wasn't interested in him. 
So maybe Koku is interested in him because Koku likes to play with a hold-up man. That's how he did it at PSV. He had a big centre-forward that the ball's got played into. So Chris Martin can get more than five minutes and start getting 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, showing what he can do and what he can bring to the squad. He might be starting and he might be that other option. I'm not saying he's going to start, but if you think about it, we've got runners like Dwayne Holmes, we've got Marriott that likes to, you know, he likes to play with someone else up top, even Wagon, maybe even uh, Lawrence and, and Yosef Zunitheron or Bennett. Plenty of people that can get forward. Patterson, Dowell, even. I know he was on, he wasn't, he wasn't was he on the, yeah, I think he was on the bench. Yeah, he was on the bench on Friday. So he got dropped because he's been poor. We all know that. I've discussed this. Um, but even he could, could get more involved. So it's just, it, all it is, it, it's another option. So let's be open to that option. Let's start going, oh, we're living in the past, etc. No, we're not. You know, we haven't got money to spend on players. That's why we've loaned three, four players, whatever it is. We, we haven't got that money. We've got to use what we've got. We've got to utilise the best out of what we've got, you know. So... It's just, just get behind the boys because Saturday, League United, Ellen Road, need I say more? They are going to need our support 100%. Now, don't get me wrong, I've seen you know comments and stuff on social media about Saturday, and obviously, a lot of you aren't expecting a win. I guarantee you when, I know if, you, if you're on Twitter and you follow uh, Stair35, he always puts a poll on Saturday saying what's the result going to be, win, lose or draw. I guarantee you probably for the first time in a long while, the highest percentage is going to be a lose because I think that's what every Derby County fan is expecting. You know, And I don't blame you. I, I don't because I, I'm a bit, you know, I'm a bit pessimistic about it. It's Leeds, it's away. We've not we're not in the best of form at the moment, but we um I'm gonna put this out there and say we can beat them. And here's why. I've just looked at their last two fixtures. They won one nil, uh, sorry, won two nil against Barnsley, and then they won one nil the week before. I think. And then Stoke in the uh, in the cup was uh, sorry, Stoke not Stoke, no, ignore that one. Yeah, Stoke in the Cup, they yeah, and here's why. Played Barnsley last weekend. It took a penalty in the 85th minute, I think it was, and then another goal in the 89th minute when obviously Barnsley were pushing for trying to get a goal to score. So they held him out for 85 minutes, and I've not seen the, the penalty, whether it was dubious or not. I've just I've heard it was dubious, but whatever. But they seem to be getting late goals at the moment. Swansea took them all the way and got a late goal against them. You know? They are beatable. They're not, you know, they're not this... They, they are bigged up as a massive club and all this. I should be in the Premier League. Behave. You're not in the Premier League because you don't deserve to be in it. You're not good enough to be in it. If you get promoted, you get promoted. If you don't, you don't. If you're in the Championship for a reason, you're not good enough. You bottled it against us last season. End of. Get over it. So, if we can defend and defend well, frustrate them... And maybe nick a 1-0 win. That would piss them off. I think even more. Than if we batted them 
you know, they are beatable. And I, 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 you know, I said I'm pessimistic, but, you know, part of me thinks maybe we can do this. Maybe we can go to Ellen Road and get a win again. You know, last time we went to Ellen Road, we had a 4 truth, a four-two thriller. Knocked them out of the playoffs. So anything's possible. I know, like I said, I know we're not in the best run of form at the moment. We can't help that. It's just we've just started badly. And let's, you know, come on, let, let's, 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 let's give Cocker a bit, a bit of slack here. He didn't have the best of pre-seasons. He came in last minute, you know. He's had barely any time to look at his squad. You know, he's, he, I, I saw there was an article today saying he, he's a lot closer now to knowing his best 11. That's great. You know, I mean, some of the comments people put, oh, he should know his best 11 by now. Why should he? Why should he know his best 11? He's, at the end of the day, his best 11, one, right back, Bogle, injured. So we can't get his best 11 out. We're using Max Lowe as right back. He's left-footed. He tries to defend on the wrong foot. You know, that penalty against West Brom that he conceded. It, yeah, fair enough, it wasn't a penalty. But if he's right-footed, he goes in with his right foot, not his left. So if he goes in with his, if, if he goes in with his right foot, the player can't dive. It's because he went with his left, the player you know, could make it out like he got tripped and dived. You know? Against Cardiff, there were so many opportunities... That we managed to suck everything over to the left hand side and leave acres of space on the right that was screaming out for our right back to get forward and whip a ball in to the box didn't happen because Lowe hasn't got that confidence on his right foot to do that. He has to check back onto his left and put an in swinging ball in. We are missing Jaden Bogle massively and we need him fit ASAP. So he can't pick his best 11. Again, then that, that's, the, that's the issue then. Does Malone, go to, does Malone keep his place at left back? You know, because he's starting to, you know, if he carries on performing like he did against Cardiff and improves on that, it's going to be hard for Max Lowe to get in at left back. So there's going to be competition there and that's what you want. You know, so we have been plagued with injuries. It's not, it's not you know, we can't pick his best 11 because one of them's out. At the end of the day, his best 11 is probably losing goal. I don't care what people are saying. Yeah, Ruse is losing goal. Hamer, what we've we seen him one game, two games. You know, he's not. You know, he got he got three put past him against Forest. Yeah, granted, there's probably nothing he could do about him, but he didn't have to do anything else apart from that, really. So we can't we can't say yeah, put Hamer in goal after two appearances where he's conceded three goals. No. Ruse being goal. You know, the thing is about Ruse, people say he doesn't come for crosses. He came for a cross. And I heard him shout, keep his ball. And Kira headed it out of his hands. So he can't win. Because he's coming for crosses and, and, and his captain's heading it out of his hands, not listening. And if he don't come for crosses, the fans are on his back because he's not coming for crosses. He can't win. Can't do anything, can he? No. But I'll leave it at that. So yeah, that's fine. Losing goal. Bogle at the right back. Keogh, Clark, your centre backs. And then you've got to have a choice of Max Lowe or Malone. At the moment, I would say Lowe because he's been more consistent, even though he's been on the wrong side. He has been he has been good. You know? 
you know, he's, he's looking like a decent player now. He's looking a lot stronger. He's defending as you know, even though he's on his weaker side, he's still managing to do something. And then is he going with two, two, two defending midfielders or one? If he goes with one, you gotta look at Bielek as one of the um, CDMs. Uh, sorry, yeah. If he's going with one and going four three three, you're going Bielek. You two, you two centre mids. Who are you going? Because Holmes is the only one for me that's shining. Because technically, you would you would have thought, yeah, it would have been Holmes and Dowell in there. But who? You know, Dowell, Dowell's not been doing anything. It's been poor. And then obviously left wing, you go Lawrence, right, Waggon, Marriott centre. But Marriott cannot play that holding role. He wants to get off the shoulder. He wants to get balls played through to him. So he can score. So that's what Marriott wants. So... So I have a cock who's got to adapt to different style. I've got to change the formation around, um, and and bring someone like Chris Martin involved. You know, if you're going to play a, a two two central defender, uh, two central defensive midfielders, you stick Billy and Huddleston in there. You stick Lawrence on the left, Marriott in as the ten, and Waggon out on the right, and Martin up top. Four two three one. There you are. It's simple. We we did it under Gary Rowett, and it worked. We had Vidra playing off uh, Nugent, and it worked. Why can't Jack Marriott play off Chris Martin? It might just work. Or you you know if you're not going to start Martin, put Waggon at the top there. You know, but then who's you put on the wings? You put Patterson, Yozavzun, Yozavzun. You know, he's he's a good impact sub. Let's give him that. He, he's probably not the best doing it for ninety minutes, but as an impact sub. Spot on, you know, run at tired defences. So there is options. So, yes, Koku doesn't know his best 11, but he's not had the chance to sort of find out that best 11 yet, you know. So, again, it's work in progress, and this is what this season is all about it's a work in progress, you know, having very little funds, you know, trying to bring you through. That's what he's been tasked with. I don't promotion is not a priority this season. You know, I know we all want that, but let let's 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 just be real here. I'm, you know, I'm a bit of a realist. I try to be. We've had what five, six years now trying to get out of this division where we finished playoffs or at least top eight, and we failed. Okay, I saw someone on on Facebook earlier on mention, "Oh, we need money. We need investment. We need to buy our way out of the league." So anyway, you can do it. Well, Norwich didn't buy their way out of the league, did they? No. Sheffield United didn't buy their way out of the league. I think they were one of the smallest budgets in the league, and they still got out. You know, so it's not always about investment. It's about patience, time, building a squad that can fit what you're trying to do, and get it done. So, you know, promotion won't be a, a, a priority. You know, I've heard people saying we're going to be in a relegation fight. We won't. We're not one of the worst three teams in this league. We're not. By a mile. We've just got off to a bad start. Teams can do that. But they can turn things around. Derby normally get off to a mediocre start, followed by a purple patch, followed by a shit February, followed by, a, you know, a, a good running at the end of the season. Maybe it's going to be different this season. Maybe we're going to have a crap start. Then absolutely... Railroad the rest of the season. That'd be fantastic. We'll all love that. Or we're just going to be bitten and bobbing, maybe finish mid-table, 
whatever. We've had a season where, okay, fair enough, we're not had the best season, but we've still got our manager. We can go again. We can build for another season where the players are going to be, you know, familiar with what Koku wants. Koku's going to know his squad inside and out. He's going to know where he needs replacements, who he needs to replace, you know. So he's going to have a full pre-season with them. And I know, obviously, he came in at the start of pre-season. However, let's get one thing clear. Yeah, the pre-season may start, you know, with the end of July, start of August. But Koku had no chance to scout new players, you know, whatever. You know, he said he wouldn't go abroad. Now, maybe that was Liam Senior talking about that because, you know, Koku didn't really know the, the championship that well. So maybe the team said, well, why would you get players that are, you know, are, who know the championship or know English football at least before we look at, obviously, the foreign markets? I know it can work, but not when you've had limited time to sort of, you know, train them up and you know, get, get to know them and stuff like that. So January might be big regarding players coming in. We might get, you know, I know we've got Rooney coming in, but we might get another one or maybe two players to improve us. And then we finish the season, like I say, hopefully, at worst, we're going to, we'll finish, you know, mid-table, maybe down to about 14th. It doesn't matter. You know, we've heard transition, 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 transition. We've heard that a hell of a lot over the last few seasons, but this transition has always gone for us fighting playoffs. Then losing our manager is what it felt, is what it's felt like. So, why not have something different? Why not have a season where, yeah, meh, it's a bit, mm, mm, you know. And then we go next season. Then we really push for promotion next season. Whether that be an investor coming in and, like you say, buying our way out of the league, which I doubt we're not we're going to, but allows us to, you know, buy a couple of players, of, of you know, of good quality players that, you know, that could possibly replace the likes of Mount, Wilson, Tamori. Again, like I said, they're premiership players now, so it's going to be tough. But you get what I'm saying. That 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 player that, you know, is going to change things. But what about Bielik, who, for me, CDM role on, on Friday was immense. Tackling, running forward with the ball, you know, he, he took players on and then... It was weird. There was there was one minute where he'd managed to run about 20, 30 yards and he was looking for a pass and there was no one there for him. It was almost as if like players didn't, you know, the players didn't think he was going through. He did. He was like, oh shit, I need to do something now. So he looks a quality signing. You know, which is good because and this is this is this is Tom Huddleston's last season. Now we know what Tom Huddleston possesses. You know, he's not got legs. He's never had legs. We can spray a ball, but he's got to, you know, now he's not got the legs. He's got someone around him in Bielik who has got the legs. You know, he can tackle, he can he can you know, spray a ball as well. So Tom Huddleston's got to be on his best game now, all the time, when it comes to picking out a pass. He's got to be that creative midfielder that is going to pick out that pass to get us, create us a chance, to get us a goal. I mean... You look at Malone's goal. It, it was it was Huddleston that was inside the box having a shot that caused the keeper to make a save that went to bounce to Mike, to Waggle and played it to Rome and Rome put it home. So it can be done. So yeah, so I've gone I've gone well. I've, I've, yeah, I've just ran it really, and I thought, hey, that's what we're like, don't we? But yeah, no. So 
again, let's let's just let's just let's, all we can do is take every game as it comes. You know, let's not let's not be on Koku's back. Always Koku the clan and cockhead whatever. What's the point in that? He's a top manager. I'm sure some people, if we had someone like Mourinho in and he were going for a bad patch, I'm sure we'd jump on him and go, he's a shit manager, sack him and oh, behave, come on. You don't win trophies if you're a poor manager, regardless of what league it is. It just doesn't happen. The guy was a top player and he's a top coach, he's a top manager. We've just got to stick by him, be patient and just, just take it one game at a time. That is all we can do as Derby fans at the moment. So, we bring on Leeds on on Saturday. We travel to Ellen Road. It's going to be it's going to be it's going it's going to be another you know another Viper pit like it was in the playoffs. It's going to be like that. They're going to want revenge, and Derby have got to step up again. That means they've got to go at them. You go at Leeds, they'll crumble. They did a, They did that in the playoffs. They crumbled because we went at them and we went at them and we went at them. And the people that played in that playoffs, like your Keos, like your Holmes, like your Marriott's, they have got to get on that front foot. They have got to, they've got to tackle. They've got to press. And they've, got, they've got to have the confidence and the bollocks to think, yeah, you know what? We can win this game. You know, this isn't Bielsa versus Lampard anymore. This is Bielsa versus Koku, you know? This is a manager, Koku, who has won a heck of a lot more than Bielsa. Despite the fact that Bielsa is talked up as one of the best coaches, he has won absolutely diddly squat. I think he's won a gold medal and maybe a league in Argentina once. That is it. So, you know, we've seen with Leeds, they have their weaknesses. You know, I think we gave them too much respect when we went to Ellen Road. Well, well after they beat us 4-0 at home... I'll let that one go because I think I don't think Lampard was ready for that. That was a that was a learning curve. We went to Ellen Road and lost 2-0. Again, I think we were we gave him too much respect, in fairness. Then we went to Ellen Road in the playoff finals, in the playoff semi-finals, and we didn't give him any respect. We went, no, this is our game. This is ours for the taking. We want this more. That's what we're gonna be like on Saturday. It's half 12 kickoff. You know, so if you go in, get behind the boys. Because that's what you did last time. Because the fans played a massive, massive part last season at Ellen Road. And they're going to have to play it again. Derby will feed off that. They fed off that on, on Friday night. And they'll feed off it again on Saturday. Let's go there. Let's shut the Leeds fans up. All that marching on together. Crap, we're here to see Leeds win. Now you're here, you're going to see him lose. Because Derby are coming for you. You know? I said on, I said on my last show that... Cardiff was possibly a must-win game. You know what? Scratch that. It wasn't a must-win game. We got a performance out of Derby. We need that and we need to up it. Another 20% maybe. We can bring that to Leeds and a bit more and we'll win. They will fold. You know, you, you take out Bamford. You, you're taking out their focal point of attack. You know, so if, 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 if Bamford's got Keogh... And Clark on him. You take you, you take their option out, because that's where the ball was going all the time. They'll be going. To, they'll be looking for Bamford. They'll be looking for Bamford. You know, if they start and catch you, the guy is a poacher. He's a Jack Marriott. Six yards out, he'll score. Keep him away from the goal. 
he'll be quiet. He doesn't create chances. He's, he's, you know, he's a good player. I ain't going to deny that. He's a good player. He's a good young player. And he'll, 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 in and around the box, he's lethal. So you got to, we've got to keep him out of that box. So we've, we've got to go for it, you know. Hopefully, what happens is, is Cocker realises how badly he messed up, almost wore them, he messed up at, at, at the Forest Cup game. And hopefully he doesn't do that again. And you know, hopefully this can be a bit of a bit of payback, you know, and a bit of apology if we go out there and give Leeds hell and win, take three points, embarrass them again in their own backyard, because that will piss them off for the rest of the season. And you know what? A win at Ellen Road really will kickstart our season because you go there and you win. That's it. Your confidence is up here. It is sky high. So there is no need to fear. And that's why we've got to be fearless. So guys, as always, thank you so much for watching. If you're on my podcast, thank you for listening. Um, that's on iTunes, on Spotify. Any others you want to know, I'll, I'll let you know because it's on quite a few. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I've got 35 subscribers. Come on, let's get it up. <laughs> Please. I'd love it if you subscribed. If you enjoy this content, give me a like, give me a comment, subscribe. And you know what, guys? I will see you next time. Thank you so much, everyone. Love you all. Come on, Darby.